Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the 33rd edition of the Wilton Report, and that is the video cast podcast of everything Princeton Real Estate, so that's pretty cool, our 33rd episode. Thank you to both of my viewers and listeners. I'm only kidding. I do get a lot of feedback that you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, have a pretty, a little bit of a different approach today. We're going to kind of go macro before we go micro on the market. It is the end of the quarter coming up in a week, so we will do a deep dive as to what's happening in the market. So first things first, um, in addition to the real estate company, uh, myself and my partners, we have a few different companies uh, that we own and operate. And uh, the first one I just wanted to bring for realtors who listen to this podcast, and I know there's a fair number of realtors. I just wanted to remind everybody that it is renewal season. So if you're a realtor and you're not renewing your license, we have a great platform called Queenston Referral Associates for you to plant your license. Uh, we have a great, great compensation plan for uh, our referral partners. So just check that out at queenstonreferralassociates.com. And for the landlords that listen to this uh, video cast slash podcast, and there are a fair number of you based on you reaching out and texting me questions, we do own a property management company. It's Princeton Property Management Services. And you can check it out at princetonpropertymanagementservices.com. So, those are my self-inflicted commercials for this morning. Um, why do I have a map of Ireland up? Well, I'm of Irish descent. I'm an Irish citizen. And that little dark green corner of the map is Donegal. And my family is from the west part of Donegal. Uh, and the most popular topic in West Donegal is the weather. All they talk about, it's incessant. Spring, summer, fall, winter. Weather, 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 weather. So if any of my family members are watching or listening to this podcast, hello, and hope to see you soon. And you know what I'm talking about. I am 99% sure that the Princeton version of the West Donegal favorite topic is real estate. Everybody seems to want to know what's happening. Obviously, uh, it's a self-inflicted wound as I am in the real estate business. So, uh, but it is a hot topic because it is a very confusing time and there's a lot of conflicting messages out there, as there is with everything in life, um, health, politics, you name it. So let's do a little bit of um, a macro look. So I literally Googled this morning, you know, real estate market, and I clicked on news on Google, um, home sales barely budge in sluggish spring market. Housing recession is over in new home space, says top economist, Ali Wolf, and I don't know who that is, by the way. Uh, and then that goes to like an influencer who somehow bought space on the first page of Google. So even like the first two headlines, it's over, it's not great, it's changing. Like it's very confusing to understand what's happening. So we're going to kind of do a little bit of a step back before we step forward. So uh, I'm going to focus you to this guy, Lance Lambert. I follow him on Twitter. I'm sure he's on other forms of social media. He's at News Lambert. He writes for Fortune, I think exclusively from what I can tell about real estate. He's an excellent, excellent real estate, real estate prognosticator, forecaster, or at least disseminator of news. Even though 
look, he will tweet stuff that is confusing. And one thing he'll say, look, recession's over, never happened, and then it's going to get worse. So you kind of have to parcel through the information. But I recommend you follow Lance Lambert. And this is what I wanted to bring you to in terms of data, right? This is April 2023, a little bit dated. So red is bad, blue is good. And if you look at New Jersey, it's all blue. The West Coast, where there is new construction, except, you know, California is not that much new construction on the coast, but um, the market overall is pretty good. So, and he was the first person that really finally said, look, it's a bifurcated uh, housing correction. Some markets are being corrected in terms of price. Some are not. I know in Austin, Texas, I have read reports that prices are down 20%. But you know what they have in Austin, Texas? New construction. You know, we don't have in Princeton, New Jersey, new construction other than apartment rentals. So, you know, this is a great graphic to look at to understand the following sentence. And I'm going to say this a lot today. Real estate is local. I don't care what's happening in California. I really don't because it doesn't matter in Princeton. So it's very important to understand, great to be well-informed nationally, not great if you're looking to make a local decision. Here's another guy, Logan. I don't wanna try and attempt to mispronounce his last name. Very good real estate uh, author. He writes for Housing Wire and you know his headline that I'll bring you attention to, it's been the walking dead this spring on inventory growth this year. So he's got a good uh, sense of humor. And I'm just going to read the headline for those of you not watching on YouTube. The real story is inventory. Total active listings are still near all-time lows. New listings are trending at all-time lows. It took the longest time ever in recorded history to find the seasonal bottom. The story of 2023 is about inventory. That's it. There isn't any. The other story of 2023 is demand. It's very, very high, at least locally. We're having 10 to 15 offers on houses, three to five offers on houses. So demand is here. It may not be in Austin, but who cares? This is Princeton. This is Mercer County, not Austin, Texas. So here's another uh, great graphic that I thought um, I should bring your attention to. So same, same author, uh, low, total inventory was 4 million in 2007 with massive credit stress building up for years. It's 1 million today with very little credit stress. At some point, people on Twitter, it's where he kind of prognosticates, need to stop using 2006, 2008 uh, housing data references. And it's actually on the guest of a podcast yesterday, which will come out in a couple of weeks. Um, and he's a mortgage broker. And he asked me, do real estate consumers like to compare today's market to the past? So we compare everything to the past. It's our only base of reference. But that being said, it is a different environment. So if you're looking to make a decision today, you need to use the data from today, not yesterday, not six weeks ago, definitely not 2008, 2009. Selma Hep, great, great author, writes for CoreLogic. She's the chief economist for CoreLogic, which is real estate clearinghouse of data. Um, so here is from May 30th, the tweet that she put out. So much to untangle today in CoreLogic Inc.'s Case Schiller HPI report. Home price growth in early spring 2023 proved stronger than initially anticipated, reflecting a major imbalance in the housing market. So again, for details, you can read the article, et cetera, et cetera. 
So the overall picture is this. The jobs situation in the United States is very strong. The job situation in Princeton, New Jersey is very, very strong because of Princeton University. There are so many faculty looking for homes right now in Princeton. It's incredible. And I'm working with a fair number of them. So again, low demand, good jobs, steady employment, right? Prices are escalating. Market is very, very tough to operate in as a buyer. So here is another one, um, <laughs> another article that I found. So this is Metro's with the lowest price growth. So I'm just going to read them to you. Number one, Austin, Texas. Inventory is up 50%. Prices are down 13%. Now, I have friends who list and sell real estate in Austin, Texas. They're still selling a lot of homes, right? But it's neighborhood by neighborhood, they said. The internal stuff, the stuff in the inside of the city, hot. The stuff in the outside of the city, new construction, challenge because of fair amount, fair amount of it. New Orleans, down. I don't know anything about the New Orleans market. Wouldn't even pretend to know. Las Vegas, down. Inventory is up 54%. Why? Because they have it to build. This is the same story. It seems like every 15 years, somebody figures out they built too much in Vegas. That maybe you don't want to live there. I don't know. Phoenix, Arizona. Inventory is down 22%, but um, prices are down almost 8%, which is interesting. But again, that's Phoenix. It's not the East Coast. Oakland, California, 7.3%. Inventory is down 43%, which is insane. San Jose, California, inventory is down 36%. Prices are down 5%. I assume this is the overall tech factor, remote work, et cetera, et cetera. Again, do I know? Not really, because I don't live in California. I don't sell real estate there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in Princeton. It matters if you're in California trying to buy and sell real estate there. Sorry, my phone rang. Cape Coral, Florida, inventory is up 80%. That sucks. Like if you're a seller, that sucks. Wouldn't want to sell a house in Cape Coral right now. San, Riverside, San Bernardino. I don't even know where that is. I don't even care. Inventory is down. Prices are down. I'm assuming it's the tech, you know, uh, issue they're having out there. San Francisco, obviously in the news for a lot of different reasons because of remote work. People have just basically moved, which is going to be a continuing topic. Uh, inventory is down 20%. Uh, price is down 4%. So it's not like it's crashing in San Francisco. And I heard a $30 million home just sold in San Francisco. So it's not like there's not demand. It's just different. It's based on today, not yesterday. Make your decisions based on today. So here's an uh, uh, article from CoreLogic from June 8th from Selma Hat. Or with Selma Hat. U.S. home equity dropped year over year in the first quarter of 2023. But that trend may not last long. It's like, well, which is it? Right? What they want you to do is click on the article. That's number one. And number two... It's going to change. It's not going to stay the same. So the article says, home equity drop, but is it over? Is it get, like, who knows? Who cares? Because it doesn't matter if you're buying and selling in Princeton for the most part. Oh, there you go. I even actually wrote who cares. So who cares? I don't care because it doesn't matter in Princeton. What matters in Princeton is Princeton. So let's just talk about a realtor's job. A realtor's job is to tell you what to do to buy or sell your house Today, if you're ready to buy today, if you're ready to buy in six months, we'll tell you what to do in six months, right? We'll look at the local data. We will give an opinion of value based on today, right? Now, buyers, there's a different strategy for that. We will look at absorption rate. We'll look at a couple of different, a lot of different things. But 
you know, we're not here to tell you what's going to happen in six months because literally nobody knows. No, nobody knows. So I've been through the 08, 09 recession. I've sat in people's homes. I had to tell them their home was not worth as much as they wanted it to be. They chose to reduce. They sold. If they didn't reduce, they didn't sell. That was their decision, right? So I've been on both sides of the coin. I will say this environment with the low inventory is very, 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 very different than anything I've seen. Uh, Low inventory, low transaction volume, high prices. I would say not high rates, but like, you know, mid mid rates, 6.8, 6.9. So this is my Twitter profile. I understand I have two different photos on here. Uh, Deal with it. I don't really care. Uh, I have tweeted 4,047 times, which is kind of crazy. What I do every single day on Twitter, and you can follow me at Joshua Wilton, is I tweet the inventory levels in Princeton every single day. So if you want to nerd out and you want to keep track of what's happening in Princeton, I will tweet every single day about the inventory levels in Princeton. So this was yesterday, I believe, and we were down to 50 homes for sale. Um, And we started the day at 51 and we dropped. Last week, we were at 46. Four weeks ago, we were at 58, which is really, really low. Like we're not going to go into the micro today, but if you're looking to kind of get a daily rhythm of what's happening, I would say, give me a follow on Twitter. I do tweet about local inventory levels every single day. So, and again, this is a reminder of this. I'm not inviting you to debate me because I don't, I don't care. I'm here to tell you what to do to buy today. I'm here to tell you what to do to sell today. Not in a year. That's not my problem. It's today. So the market does not care about your opinion. It is a very data-driven environment. Um, when we do the close on the first quarter, which we'll do in just about a week, um, you'll get nerdy with me again. We'll do the, the, the micro-level detail, but for today, we're doing a little bit of macro. So let's look at Princeton. So as of this morning, whatever date it is, I think it's the 24th, there's 50 homes on the market for sale in Princeton. Single-family condo townhouse residential. Doesn't include multifamily. There was a great multifamily on Birch. Three-family, I think it's gone. Multiple offers. Okay. But are there really 50 homes? See, this is the thing. I say there's 50 homes, but let's look at it. So this is the list of homes in Princeton under a million dollars, and there's only 10 of them. So what I did was I listed them here. I put the price. DOM is days on market. And I just assigned my own personal opinion on how livable the particular unit is. So 613 Brick House is a two-bedroom, two-bath condo in Washington Oaks off Mercer Avenue in 206. It's been on the market 117 days. Something's up with that. Like, because on average, those things are selling in like a day. So I don't know if there's a tenant in there. I'll be honest. I don't know a particular ton about that particular unit. I would assign a livability of like eight just because it's newer construction. They tend to be in pretty good shape. But the fact that that's on the market 117 days is indicative of the fact that it's almost like not on the market. Like it's not able to be sold for some reason. And I'll be honest, I don't know what that reason is. 600 Mercer Road is a historic home that's subject to the Princeton Historical Review, whatever. I call them the communists. Uh, They're tough. Um, it's $600,000. It is mold. It's been flooded. You're basically buying dirt. It is not a livable house. It's been on the market 120 days. Not to say it's a good or bad investment. I'm just saying you literally cannot live in the unit because it has mold. Like it needs to be knocked down, but the historical review board will not let you because 
right? They're communists. Okay. 106 Quaker Road, 799. It's been in the market 33 days. I know that went under contract. I know it came back on the market. Is it in rough shape? Yeah, it's in rough shape. I'd give it like a four to six livability score. You can totally live in it. But, you know, people in Princeton, like maybe that's not their gig. They don't want to live through a renovation or whatever. It does need to be renovated and painted and I would say brought back to life. But that being said, it's a great house. It's cheap, right? It's single family, but it just needs work. Um, but it's also now been on the market 33 days. So I'm not sure what's happening there. Five Coventry Farm and one Coventry Farm. So these are two single family houses off the Great Road. They've been on the market 299 days and 276 days, which means they're not on the market, period. Now, the market may catch up to, catch up to them, right? But they're asking like $770 a square foot for those particular properties. They're nice. You can live in them. They're updated, like they're clean, they're ready to go. But they do back to a very busy road, the Great Road. They're across basically from Stewart or PDS. So it's a little bit busy, obviously, during the school year. So again, they're on the market for almost a year. So are they even on the market? Mm, not really. So 391 Nassau, very cute duplex. I saw it. Uh, it's on the market 74 days. Super nice, highly renovated. It's right on Nassau Street. It's uh, a stroll into town, but it's two bedrooms for 899000 So it's not like if you had a third bedroom, that thing would have sold, you know, lights out. I know it did have an offer uh, and fell apart. I don't know what happened. That will sell. It's a great house. 278 Hamilton. That came on the market this morning for 985000 I've had about 10 customers reach out to me about that house. It's a single family, close proximity to town, four bedrooms. I haven't even seen it. I'll give it an eight from a livability perspective. That will be sold by Tuesday. Full stop. We'll have multiple offers. will be sold by Tuesday. 17 Madison was on the market, sold, just came back on the market yesterday. It's going to sell this week. I'm not sure why it fell apart. I'm not representing the seller. It needs a full reno, like it needs work. It's old, it's an older Victorian, but it's in the first block of Nassau Street. Uh, livability, I'd say five. I mean, I'd live in it, but you know, that's me. Other people would want a new kitchen, new bathrooms, et cetera. Um, 433 Walnut, I have not seen it. 19 days on the market. It was reduced from 1.1 million. Um, it is represented by my firm. Uh, I'm not sure the particular details. I'm not the agent representing it. I'm going to go see it tomorrow, Saturday, so I can report back. But again, it's a single family under a million bucks in Princeton. So we'll see what happens in terms of condition. I don't sincerely know the condition of it. Uh, 516 Cherry Hill, again, 990, 88 days on the market. They're basically selling it for land. Why do I say that? Because there's no internal photos of the house, right? Been on the market 88 days. I'd say it's a four from a livability perspective. Why? Because there's no photos of the interior and it just, it looks a little bit rough. So when you take the ones that like are just not on the market, right? 600 Mercer, it, you can't live in the house. Like you, you're buying the land and you have to deal with the historical review. Like it's a nightmare. Five Coventry Farm, they've been on the market over 500 days combined. So I'm going to take them off. Like they're not even like for sale in my mind. I mean, they're, they're for sale, but nobody's buying them at the price that they're at. Uh, 516 Cherry Hill, I'm not saying it's a bad house or bad investment. I'm saying from a habitability perspective, you probably are not going to live in it. Uh, you maybe developed a lot, put a couple houses on the lot, et cetera. So that means there's five under a million that are possible. One's a two bedroom, one's gonna sell by Tuesday. Um, one just came back on the market, that'll sell next week. 
So you're really down to like two or three below a million bucks in Princeton. It's rough. It's rough to be a buyer in Princeton. Why? Because there's no inventory and there's high demand. Baby boomers want to live here. People with kids want to live here. The high school, despite all the drama going on there, is overall very sound. The school system is very sound. But people want the lifestyle and the panache of Princeton. And if you're working for the university, you want to be close to campus because you're looking for the lifestyle. So, you know, the market is grinding on. Uh, it's a very low inventory environment. I thought we would do a little bit of a different take on it. Um, and again, the livability score is just sort of my assessment of the property. And again, I haven't even seen 613 Brickhouse. I'm assigning it an eight. But again, the market's responding by telling us that it's on the market 117 days. So something's up. I don't know what it is because the other ones in that environment are selling in like two, three, four, five days. So that is basically it for today. The next episode, we will break down um, the second quarter. Uh, we'll go deep into that. Again, I do invite you to follow me on Twitter. Uh, I will update my photo for you. It's at Joshua Wilton. You can check it out. I will tweet the inventory levels every day in Princeton. I'm away on holiday next week, so there may be a day or two where I don't. Forgive me. Um, but again, be informed nationally. Follow those guys on Twitter they're, and gals. They're smart. They know what they're talking about. That being said, when it's, you want to buy in Princeton, you talk to me. Why? Because I know what I'm doing. Or you talk to a local realtor. They know what they're doing. So be informed nationally, read the news, but base your date on the local conditions. It's only going to save you time, money, and aggravation. And that's it for today. So thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in. Again, you can check us out if you're watching this on YouTube. We're on Spotify as well. And if you're on Spotify, obviously you can check us out on YouTube. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to the Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.